Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you are. This is Joey from Two Blows from Blighty. Before we start the episode today, we will hear from a message from our good friend Satsu at Chat Tsunami. Wow. Oh, a partner can speak. Welcome to Chat Tsunami, a variety podcast that discusses topics from gaming and films to anime and general interests. Previously on Chat Tsunami, we've analysed what makes a good horror game, conducted a retrospective on Pierce Brosnan's runs James Bond, and listened to us take deep dives into both the Sonic and Halo franchises. Also, if you're an anime fan, then don't forget to check us out on our sub-series, Chat Tsunami, where we dive into the world of anime. So far, we've reviewed things like Death Note, Princess Mononoke, and the hit Beyblade series. If that's sounds like your cup of tea then you can check us out on spotify itunes and all good podcast apps as always stay safe stay awesome and most importantly stay hydrated the bar was very low last week i wonder what's causing that but i i can't imagine there'd be like a lightning rod or anything in there i'm i get a bed i'm sat in bed uh we're watching hell's kitchen not having a wank speaking sorry tim speaking of shit cryptocurrency this is this is as bad as the stupid fucking Uno thing last week. It makes me laugh every time. It's so funny. And I have stuck to my whole thing of coming to this completely unprepared. Do you want me to keep this story in or not? Another white guy on a podcast. Sorry, I know it's really boring. <laughs> um, New Jersey police say something fishy behind Sutton Island power cut. Was it fish? I have faith in the live recording. Okay, I'm glad you do. Fuck your life, big man. Those bastards to the curb. Everything but your voice is nice. It's two blokes from Blighty. I'm Tim at Wembembo on everything. I'm joined by my usual co-host Joey Fitz. Joey, how you doing? I'm good. I'm trying to work out where those lyrics are from. It's from Guilty Gear. Oh, no wonder I didn't know because it's not a real song. What do you mean? I am joined by the ever incandescent Tim. I think you've done incandescent before. Have I? Uh, the ever igneous. Tim. Igneous. Mm. I'm going to need to look that one up. I'll get igneous all over this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, relating to or involving volcanic or plutonic de- uh, processes. I was about to write diseases. That's you. The plutonic or volcanic disease. I am smouldering this week I from my volcanic agree. activity. Speaking of volcanoes, did you see that volcano storm in Guatemala this week? I did not. Oh, God. Okay, hang on, hang on, hang on. I saw a video of a man throwing a big rock into an inactive volcano, breaking the top layer of slag and causing it to become active again. That's hilarious. <laughs> I um, also watched a video that you, you would probably enjoy. Um, have you ever heard of a YouTuber called Max Fosh? Max Fosh? Max Fosh is wonderful. I would recommend him to everyone. Um, he does these really big idea videos, and his... He's one of the few YouTubers whose big idea videos titles aren't clickbait. They actually happen in the video. So he does things like he took his sister 
he tricked his sister into thinking she was going on a whale watching excursion so that she could he could take her out 12 miles into the sea and legally rob her uh, uh in legally commit armed robbery on her that's that's insane it's funny but the one that, um, that reminded me of is he uh he famously amongst his friends doesn't like hot food so he um went to a active volcano and cooked a curry in the volcano for the ultimate spice i've just sent you a link to a volcano storm that's happening in guatemala and it might be one of the coolest bits of footage i've ever seen from something natural i have seen it um the northern boy sent it to me and and me mm. we were talking about weather Very cool. earlier yeah, so for those who haven't seen it if you just type in guatemala volcano storm uh it's basically storm clouds around a volcano striking the opening of a volcano over and over and over again over the course of about what three seconds well the initial the biggest part is over like a couple of milliseconds Mm. it must get hit i don't know upwards of 60 times of lightning i wonder what's causing that like i i can't imagine there'd be like a lightning rod or anything look tim cthulhu is clearly pissed off with us (laughs) okay well, I think he's pissed off because we haven't got to our pub quiz question yet, and he's uh, eagerly awaiting it. The segue there was just Benny, um... <laughs> Josh. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry, forget about it. Um, <laughs> um, so, uh, your pub quiz question this week is: What breed of dog is known for its distinctive blue-black tongue? The Blue healer. My blue eyes, white dragon. <laughs> I'm guessing that's wrong. Yeah, it is. It is wrong. I don't mm. know. I don't know of a dog called the blue healer. Uh, there is a dog called the blue healer. Look it up, Tim. Blue healer. Blue healer. It's a dog. What's not to like? An Australian cattle dog. I feel like you were sending me down a different rabbit hole. No, and just know there's a blue healer because we watch Bluey with Jack. Oh, is that what it is? And her name is Bluey Healer. Oh. 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 I feel like like you've joined the the world of parenting, too. I feel like I'm deep in the lore of parenting. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, Joey, should we get to Days of the Week? Uh, Well, today is Wednesday. Tomorrow. It is Wednesday, my dude. Thursday. The day after is Friday. Unless you're listening to this on a Thursday. Then tomorrow's Friday and the day after Saturday. Unless you're listening to this on a Friday. In which case, tomorrow is Saturday and the day after is Sunday. Do we keep doing this for the whole week? No, we don't. Uh, next, So this episode will fall on August 30th. By the way, Tim, happy National Sponge Cake Day. Happy National um, Sponge Cake Day. So I've got a few options for you. Mm-hmm. They are more upbeat than last week's. That's good. The bar was very low last week. Well, I don't know if you can say the bar was low, because they're very important days. They are important days, but I'm looking for something a little more... Jovial. Energetic and jovial, yeah. Okay, so we've got National Holistic Pet Day. Holistic Pet Day? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's a time to consider all aspects of your pet's health. Important, yep. Mm. Uh, National Toasted Marshmallow Day? You can get behind that. I feel like the first two uh, don't connect. Um, well, unless your pet gets ill because they've eaten too many toasted marshmallows. I'm cramming them down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, then we got International Whale Shark Day. Whale Shark Day? Yep. Okay. Uh, Frankenstein Day. I like it. Do you know why Be- his voice is so high-pitched? Because his nuts are in his neck. We have National, National Beach Day. That was oh. actually a good, really good joke. Well done. Thank you. Um, I'm good at the beach. Fi- Ken. <laughs> um, then finally, we have National Slinky Day. Oh. Oh. Hmm. What are you going to go for? I kind of want to go National Slinky Day. Kind okay. of. National Slinky Day? All right. Uh, and the way we're celebrating it is you have to obviously have a slinky or borrow one from a friend if they have spare. Or a loved have- one. Or a loved one. Um, and you have to take it to the biggest set of stairs you can find. If, you, if you're in America right now, you have to take it to Philadelphia down the rocky stairs. Yes. Uh, and if you're near an escalator, well, that's just infinite stairs. It's infinite stairs, too, no matter how long the escalator is. There you go. Uh, and you get more points, because there's points involved now, for how many steps your slinky does before it stops. Okay. All right. I don't have a slinky, so what do I do? Uh, you can make one. Out of? Uh, anything your heart desires, as long as it's springy-ish. Uh, okay. Hope isn't this like oh, I hate using this term. Professional slinky users on YouTube. This is this is as bad as the stupid fucking Uno thing last week. <laughs> well, these guys, they, all they do is they they sell slinkies, but they make them do all sorts of weird tricks and loops and stuff between them. And it's like, at what point in your career do you think professional slinky? Mm, at what point do you really think professional? Yes. At what point do you think <laughs> slinky? And that point is every day on Slinky Day. Every time you go up and down stairs yeah. on Wednesday, August 30th. So I've bought a couple of talking points. Again, I've stuck to my whole thing of writing down things that I wanted to talk about. And I have stuck to my whole thing of coming to this completely unprepared. So this is working out great. <laughs> so I wanted to talk. The first thing I wrote on my list here is immediately after recording two blokes from Blighty last week. Right. Okay. Uh I'm I get a bed, I'm sat in bed, uh, we're watching Hell's Kitchen, not having a wank. Um <laughs> and Don't was, don't let's not say that I mimed that at you. No, no, no just leave no it in zero there. context. Um, so it sounds like you do you remember we were talking the other day about it's not sexual. Yeah, it's not sexual. So, so yeah, you're in bed watching Hell's Kitchen. I'm not a murderer. <laughs> <laughs> you're watching Hell's Kitchen, not having a wank. Not having a wank. Can't stress that enough. Um, <laughs> and this really low-flying helicopter goes over, and Payne and I are just like, that's weird. And then a second helicopter goes over, and then a third helicopter goes over. Like, what is happening? And there's nothing on the news because this is at night, and I guess news just stops at night. It does, yeah, famously. It's famously. Um, but then we heard police sirens and ambulance sirens, and we're like, what is going on? Not one, not two, not three, but four separate incidents, all within the space of 30 minutes, and then nothing. Right? Right. Um, so I'm going to run through these one by one. So, the first one, you remember the road I used to live on? Bit of a shithole. Yeah, lovely yep. road. Stabbing on it. Cool. Basically outside my old flat. Um, cool. So, great. Um, 
And so that required the police and the ambulances. Uh, there was one person who fell off the pier and ended up getting stuck in the mud requiring a helicopter rescue. Um, and we saw a flare going up as well because okay. someone had obviously deployed a flare, a flare for, for the rescue. And obviously, if you know anything about mud beaches, you just sink in that shit. So yeah, they required a helicopter rescue. The pier is quite high above the mud, isn't it? It is. It's re- like If you know Western Supermare Pier, like mm-hmm. it's, it's relatively high up. So he had to fall a decent way and then get stuck in it. Did he have the flare or did someone else let it off? I'm assuming someone else did. It'd be a miracle if he had it. If you live in the Western, you need to have a flare on you at all times. It's more of a self-defense thing. (laughs) Okay, cool. At the Tesco cashier. (laughs) Um, The next thing... What did the Tesco cashier say to you? Which one? Weird as a whole story on two blokes. Was it the little cashier where it was like, do you ever, do you ever have really vivid dreams? Do you ever have vivid dreams? That's do you ever have really vivid dreams? Like, yeah, sometimes. Yeah, me too. Beep. Beep. <laughs> what, a, okay. what a guy. Um, the next incident, police and dog. So police dog and helicopter search looking for someone. Not police and dog, though. But it's uh, a dog helicopter. It's, it's, a, it's piloted by dogs. It's no, frankly... No. It's a it's a, a helicopter, a and they know where to go because they hang a dog down from it. Oh, and it like and it, it's like a magnet; it pulls. It's yeah, a sniffer dog, but it points in the direction. Ah, okay, that makes sense. But mm. it's normally a beagle, so you can see where the tip of the tail is. We'll get on to beagles in a little bit. We will. Um, so police dog and helicopter search looking for someone uh, who I guess was either in alleyways or gardens because they were like, well, like we don't we don't have a garden. Or well, neither do any of the properties near us, but not too far from where we live, there was just someone hiding in a garden for one reason or another, or an alley for one reason or another, and they had the police dogs and uh, helicopters after him. And then, lastly, was a high-speed chase involving several cop cars and a helicopter, um, ending in a crash down by the train tracks, not too far from where we live. All within thirty minutes, and then nothing. Everyone went home for the night. <laughs> So last Wednesday was pretty eventful for you. It was very eventful. Um, I sent you one of my favourite helicopter videos, um, uh, and I just—I know oh, I, I love I this imagine- one. <laughs> Can you watch it? Just describe it to it me. It makes please. me laugh every time. This poor seventy-four-year-old woman has fallen and she can't get up, and she's on like this Arizona hiking trail, and the the, the air rescue comes out and they get her on this bed. Like they've strapped her down for like the air, the air rescue, and they're going to take her to the, to the hospital via helicopter. And then she starts spinning and spinning and spinning and spinning. And she gets faster, and they're like, oh, okay, we, we need to do something about this. So they raise the helicopter and lower the ropes. But if you know anything, oh my gosh, she's going so fast now. But if you know anything about the centrifugal force, if you create a longer point, a longer point for its uh, from the longer point of uh, rotation, that rotation's going to get, it's in theory, slower, but it doesn't. And so they're like, okay, bring it back up. And then it gets even faster. And she must be going maybe 30 miles an hour spinning. <laughs> it makes me laugh every time. It's so I like, funny. I like give up and then they just start flying away. <laughs> With her spinning. And so on top of her having to like handle this fall, She's probably had a lot of centrifugal force applied to her. It's oh, pretty amazing. Funny. 
It's one of my favorite should, videos. Should say that she is okay. She's absolutely fine. She was fine from the fall. She was fine from the spins. But that's really funny. Oh god, that was funny. What's the fastest you think you can spin? Not nearly as quick as her. No, I think she holds the record. Oh, that was so funny. Joey's had to wipe his eyes from the tears. On the topic of police dogs and beagles, I was about to call them bagels, (laughs) should we get onto mad shit just as a segue? Uh, Yeah, okay, and then we'll do a um, uh, something on the topic of shit things. Yeah, okay. Well, actually, both are shit things. So, Tim, this week's mad shit, uh, whilst mad uh, and funny, I enjoyed it a lot. Probably enjoyed this the most out of any of our mad shit. It can't go into the leaderboard. No. Because it was sent to us by our reigning champion. Dan. 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 Lovely Dan, who is currently in Croatia, sent took the time to tell me that he's listening to two blokes today from Croatia. I was sat in Maryhill at the time. And I was thinking, our lives have gone very different directions this week, Dan. Dan, please play Two Blokes from Blighty on, on a speaker on public transport in Croatia. We need more Croatian listeners. We need Croatian following. Mm. Um, anyway, Tim, talk to me about what Dan sent us. Well, it's a very simple concept. Um, it's just an Instagram page called Beagle Poops. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, and, and what is it, Tim? Uh, it's nothing but photos of beagles taking a shit. <laughs> it could not be more to the point outside of Kevin Leonardo's arsehole video. Oh, Kevin Leonardo makes a, makes a comeback. Makes a rare appearance. Um, so all this is is just people submit photos of their beagle, specifically a beagle, taking a shit. And Is, is there anywhere on Instagram that tells you how many... Like the number of photos that have been uploaded. 610. 610 pictures of beagles having a shit. And that's all. What you just tag, hashtag beagle poops on Instagram, or send them a DM with a picture of your beagle uh, dropping off the kids. And your beagle poop picture might be picked, not might be featured. Um, there's everything from a dog taking a shit up a lamppost. Uh, there's one with a really romantic picture of two glasses of wine, a fire pit, a lovely sunset, and a beagle taking a very strained-looking shit. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot of them in the snow. There's one where it's on a cloud. Uh, a lot of the beagles are wearing clothes as well, I'm noticing. As they should. They're and dignified. They're having their photo taken. Very true, very true. Uh, and then, oh, there's a great one here where it's in front of a no dogs pooping on the lawn sign. And there's the dog. Fuck the police, the eh? Fuck the police. Fuck the police. Uh, there's one holding a tennis ball, taking a shit. <laughs> uh, there's one with a dropped tennis ball, taking a shit. That's like the sequel. Um, Tim. Yeah. What would you rate this? Uh, I think it's like a four. I think it's a ten. You reckon it's a ten? <laughs> I think it's a ten, just because I know it's not going on the leaderboard. All right, well, I reckon it's a four because... Yes, it's a little bit weird, but it's, I wouldn't put it past the internet. I guess it's a 7 out of 10 average, Tim. How do you feel about that? Ah, uh, it's a bit shit. A bit beagle shit, really. So what's that? Have you got the leaderboard? Uh, I can get it. Um, do you keep an account of all of our... No, I just keep top top place. Uh, uh, which is still Dan with penis fish with like 
Eight and, eight and a half. Point six, yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right. I was just going to say, well, that definitely beats quite a lot of our probably more mad shit stuff. Um, um, so I was speaking, Sorry, Tim. Speaking of shit. Yeah. Cryptocurrency. Okay. Glasses um, going on. Glasses still aren't going on because it's gotten dark. I'm still not doing it. Not doing the jingle? No. Slade said he's unsubscribing because I'm not doing it. It's poor commitment, Slade. Don't, I mean, it's poor commitment from me, to be honest with you. I mean, yes, but you're not actively unsubscribing. Um, but I don't enjoy it. No? No. Do you, want to, do you want to retire the jingle? Yeah, consider... Well, no, no, I don't want to retire the jingle. I want it to be dead. Okay. Oh, no, I've got to go through my authenticator app. Give me a second. I have given you a whole second. Hang on, I've lost my Authenticator app. Uh, that there. Uh, and where is my thing? This is great for the audience for me looking for my... Ah, there it is. Uh, hang on. Uh, copy. Paste. Good. Good, I'm in. Uh, oh, it's looking low. <laughs> uh, we are looking at 33.77. Um, this is down six pounds since last uh, Monday. Well, what's amazing is if you look at the graph, it's been shit for a little while. It's been shit all week, apparently. Um, this is also the lowest it's been in a month. <laughs> like, there's the graph for the month. I, oh, I don't know what's no. happened on uh, what day was this? Uh, I don't know what happened on the fifteenth and sixteenth. But something went very wrong in the world of Doge. Mm. And you know what? I'm I'm gonna sell the podcast here. At the end of the season, I'm gonna sell this crypto. Gone. Are you gonna cash out or are you gonna diversify? Uh, I'm probably gonna diversify if I'm honest. I think it's more interesting that way. It's not just cash out and we can retire this whole section. I mean we'll retire the Dogecoin bit. It means I can stop getting emails from people who read our podcast bio as including cryptocurrency thinking that we're a crypto bro podcast and asking if we can have crypto people appear on the pod. We just need to fuck with them a bit. No. Just a little, just a little bit. I don't want to, because they're all knobheads. They all we think need- Andrew Tate is a god, and they all really like Ben Shapiro and Jordan Peterson and Joe Rogan. So, oh my god, I was watching a... Um... You were watching Joe Rogan? No, god no. I'm fucking, he's a prat. Fuck him. Um, <laughs> so... You heard it here first. <laughs> I was, uh, I'm taking off my sunglasses. I was um, on the Age Like Milk subreddit, which is a great subreddit if you've ever been on there. Um, I haven't. So basically, it's just things that haven't aged very well. Um, okay. And there was one on there that was a, it was a StarCraft tournament series of prizes. Okay. Um, so first prize for the StarCraft tournament, $500. Second huh. prize, $250. Mm-hmm. Third prize, $150. Fourth prize, $100. Prizes five through eight, 25 Bitcoin each. And this was back in 2000 and maybe 10. Oh, so. Those people are filthy fucking rich now. <laughs> Unbelievably rich. Wow. Can you imagine being like, oh, I only got sixth place, so I got. 25 Bitcoin. It's worth about $10. I might just sell it or buy a pizza with it. Um, how much? Hold on. If I were to go to buy and Bitcoin 
Yep, yep, I understand how to purchase Bitcoin. Thank you. I would like to... Wait, no. Uh, yep, by quantity. I want to get 25 Bitcoin. How much is that? <laughs> A it lot only of fucking lets me money. buy three at most. <laughs> so how... Okay, let's do 2.5 and we can just times by 10. 52,197 pounds and 70 pence for 2.5 Bitcoin. Times that by 10, you've got $521,000. All because you were mediocre at StarCraft. Yeah, yeah. Congratulations. Amazing. Why did talking about Joe Rogan remind you of that? Uh, It was just more about crypto. Yeah. Um, So I went to a big old tournament uh, last week. The big old tournament, yeah. Uh, I didn't do well. Uh, So... um, I've, I've, I had a bit of a. I started sad posting on Twitter, but I'm fine. I've gotten over it. Um, I've told myself I'm going to take a month off of competing. I'm still going to play the game casually, but I'm going to take a month off of any sort of competition and just come back to it a bit more fresh faced. Okay. Uh, but I don't want to talk about the game. I want to talk about the weird people at my hotel. <laughs> <laughs> please, please. Um, there was only. Okay, so I went back to my hotel. I'll admit, a little salty that I that I was knocked out of the tournament uh, mm-hmm. much earlier than I was originally anticipated to go out, and uh, <laughs> I was like, "Do you want to join a name the hotel?" Uh, yeah, Travel Lodge on Upper Dean Street in Birmingham. Okay, where was so, the tournament? Uh, Millennium Point in Birmingham. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I went back to my hotel. Uh, I just put on a, a movie and faffed on my phone. I was like, "I'm just what movie?" Uh, it was one of the Bond films. Uh, you were so annoyed that you didn't even pay attention to which Bond film you'd put on. Have you not seen the photo of the TV that um, that you was in the posted? No, I didn't. I'm going to quickly send you this uh, because it might be the most pathetic TV <laughs> I've ever experienced. Oh yes, you have, you have, you have, you have. Yeah. Um, so you've seen the photo. I'm just going to send you as a reminder. It was like a six-inch TV. Your uh, your phone was bigger than is bigger than the TV. Yes. Um, but I just wanted some background noise while I played on my phone. So, um, I'm sharing a room with Aya of the Fanatics pod uh, mm-hmm. fame. And I was just like, I'm going to order food. Uh, do you want some food? And then she was like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. We order food. Food's on the way. And I, I've already changed into my shorts and I can't be bothered to put my boots back on. So I just crammed, some, crammed my shorts and legs into my jeans and went down in my socks. Um, okay. And... About two or three people were like nice shoes when uh, when I was walking down. I was like, thanks, dickhead. (laughs) Um, So I got to the lift um, and I pressed the button for the lift to go down. And I'm hearing an argument in the lift. This is maybe six o'clock in the evening. Okay. And I'm like, oh, God, I don't want to be in the lift with these people. (laughs) And, you know, the, the lift doors open. And there in the lift is an old woman. A mm-hmm. woman who sat on the floor screaming at the man who is st- also stood in the lift. She's screaming at him, you've squished me into a corner. You've squished me into a corner. I'm like, I'm thinking, right, these people are pissed and it's 6pm. The old woman backs out the lift and holds the lift doors open, effectively blocking me out of the lift. Okay. And just goes, I'm so sorry about this. I was like, hey, I don't give a shit. You know, <laughs> whatever you guys want to do. I don't care. I lost in a fighting tournament today. <laughs> and- that's now your problem. <laughs> so, um, 
And she was going, come on, come on to this one. And she gets up all the while still screaming, you've squished me, you've squished me. And then I watch one thing after another. And you know when you're, like, you're watching the steps of something convo- uh, like un- like happen and you kind of make a series of connections, you make adjustments to your views as it goes? Yeah. This old woman hobbled out the lift. And I thought, okay, she's old. She's hobbling. The woman who was in the corner got out the lift, hobbling. And I thought, she's pissed. She's probably had a few too many. Okay. The man got out the lift, hobbling. I don't think any of them were drunk or particularly old. I think they might have all just been heavily disabled. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if you can say that. I I really don't want to generalize, but I think by the way that they were walking, I, I think they might have been. And I felt really Do you want me bad to keep this story in or not? Because, uh, like, for context, I cut a good 15 minutes from the last episode for stories I didn't want included. Uh, yeah, keep it in. Fine. Fine. Okay. All right. All right. There you go. Um, if you want to yell at me for that, Wembembo. <laughs> at Wembembo or at Slade Plays Games. On Either Twitter. one's good. Um, so, uh, that was uh, the, the story of the people at the hotel. Um, okay. The, the delivery driver, for what it's worth, also said nice shoes. Um, anyway, nice. Uh, I have a couple of news stories here. Okay, can I tell you about something I've looked up this week? Absolutely. Have you ever heard of a guy called Charles Bertoad? Charles Bertoad? Yeah, Bertoad. No, never heard of him. So he's a guy on YouTube, <clears throat> and his whole channel is about him playing the bass. Oh, this guy. He's got 1.6 million subscribers. He's very talented. He's incredibly talented, and he plays a lot of different types of bass. So I thoroughly, thoroughly recommend uh, Charles Berto. That's Charles spelt Charles, and then Berto did B-E-R-T-H-O-U-D. It might be Berthoed. Berthoed, maybe. Either way, go look him up. Incredibly talented. Does a lot of really cool covers. So... What I've stumbled across this week with him, um, and I was blown away, and I thought I had to tell you. It's going to be a sex um, scandal, isn't it? We've been picking him up. <laughs> shags the bass and made it to YouTube, and Kevin Leonardo's there, and it's a thing. <laughs> no, he uh, he plays a slap solo on the inside of a grand piano. I've seen this. It's it's incredible. Incredible. Like- it sounds like a heavy metal song. It does. It's it's seriously, seriously impressive stuff, and there's probably a little bit of post-production audio engineering in there. Not a lot, though. Not a lot. A lot of that is definitely acoustic sound. Yeah, subscribe to Charles. He's he's incredibly talented and very, very good. And I'd also say from earlier, subscribe to Max Fosh. He's very fun. Yeah. Um, um, Tim, Charles... talk to me about your thing. Oh, okay. Uh, so I've got a couple Sorry, of Sorry, go on, stories. for Charles. I was going to say, for Charles, uh, if, if, if you get the chance to listen... I'm a big fan of his Chainsaw Man cover. He also did a really good remix of one of Dead Mouse's songs. Good to go. I've not heard his Chainsaw Man cover. What's that? Uh, Kickback or Chainsaw Man? What's Chainsaw Man? Oh, it's it's some it's some kids' cartoon. It's it's um it's it looks kind of gory for kids, if I'm honest. But you really? know, I'm I'm a little old. I'm 31 in two weeks, so you know, okay. I'm I'm a, I'm a little out the loop. Okay, well, so it's a cartoon. Yeah, it's a cartoon. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, so I've got two topics for you here, Joey. Uh, sorry, two news stories and a topic. Um, I guess I'll go with the topic first. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was listening to another podcast because uh, I, I listen to a lot of podcasts normally on my commute to work. Another white boy with a podcast. Another white boy with a podcast. Ooh, another white boy with a podcast. 
So, uh, these guys, one of them is in LA. Um, that's where he lives. And he was talking about how this weekend there was supposed to be a hurricane mm-hmm. in Los Angeles. And so he sat, he sat there and basically all his neighbors have sat there around six or seven o'clock in the afternoon waiting for the weather for the hurricane to roll in. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, an earthquake and a <laughs> hurricane. Cool. Like, fucking hell. Apparently, so the, the earth basically went, fuck you guys. <laughs> fuck, fuck Los Angeles for like 10 minutes. Um, <laughs> but then it got me onto like, what, like, it got me to thinking about like, what are some, what are like the weirdest weather combinations? Mm-hmm. Uh, like, what's the worst kind of weather you can have? And I don't know if you've ever heard of a fire tornado. I have heard of a fire tornado. I don't know how they continue to go, but I know that it's a tornado made of fire. Yeah, so as a part of my Obsidian project, I've referenced this in previous episodes, mm-hmm. my research today, I decided to make it about fire tornadoes, and I'm going to link it into my wider stuff later on. Uh-huh. Sorry, I know it's really boring. <laughs> no, it's been a long day, sorry. No, it's cool, it's cool. Um, so a little, a little, uh, I guess, prerequisite as to how fire tornadoes work. Essentially, um, because of the massive changes in air pressure within a tornado, uh, and tornadoes are formed by heat rising and air mm-hmm. and cold air falling at very rapid paces, causing mixtures in pressure uh, and thus causing a twister. That's the long. That's a very you know slapdash you know whistle stop tour of how a sure. tornado works. Do you know what fire loves? Uh, stuff from people that burn. Yes, and also oxygen. Lots and lots of oxygen moving very very quickly. So if something sparks in a tornado. It's it can become a fire tornado if the spark is big enough and if there's enough air pressure being exchanged. So I was um, doing some reading about this and I came across two of the biggest fire tornadoes to ever happen, mm-hmm. recorded fire tornadoes. Because um, fun fact with fire tornadoes, they mostly happen in wildfires and brushes, but they're not often recorded because people are already told to evacuate by the time they're essentially uh, reported. Uh, to be so, but they're a little more rare. Um, but there was one case in 1871 where the town of Williamsonville in Wisconsin uh, experienced a fire tornado th- uh, because of a local brush fire, mm-hmm. and the entire town burnt down because of one fire tornado, which cool. is brutal. Uh, and now what stands there now is essentially is a, to- a tornado memorial park. Granted, I don't think it's specific to fire tornadoes, but it's tornadoes all the same. Okay. Um, the next big one, and this is the biggest one, the biggest recorded fire tornado in history, uh, was in Tokyo, uh, and this was going back to earthquakes. Uh, there was a event in 1923 or 27. I'm going to need to quickly look at that. Um, 1923 or 27? Uh, 23. Um, in the Hofukusho Ato region. Uh, a event happened called the Great Kanto Earthquake uh, caused a number of gas lines okay. to rupture. And if you've ever seen Japanese electric electric wiring, uh, it's all very heavily wired on poles. And uh, it basically just, a bunch of poles fell, caused lots of sparking, and made a city-wide firestorm. Oh my god. Which, because of the gas pressure being released, yeah. caused, uh, caused gas to be launched, and obviously... Uh, there's a lot of heat and cold air being changed yeah. at the same time. What happens? A fire tornado. Now, this fire tornado was particularly notable because it killed 38,000 people 
in 15 minutes. Fucking hell. Can you imagine an earthquake immediately followed by a fire tornado doing that? I can't really imagine a serious earthquake, to be honest with you, but mm. um, that's crazy. It's insane. I've, I've, I had never heard of this event before, and then I was looking into it, and I was like, that is two of arguably the biggest natural disasters that could happen back to back. Fun. Like, very, very fun. Let's get on to something more uh, uplifting. I have a news article. Uh, in fact, I have two news articles. So, Tim, before you, before you get into this, uh, really quickly, I should say, Tim and I are recording this in our usual format. Yes. We are meeting in person tomorrow. Yes. For a few days. And over those days, we will be doing a live um, segment of this podcast. Now, the reason that we've done this today, rather than putting all of our eggs in one basket, is just that uh, we don't know what the quality of the sound will be like. So no. this bit will be shorter. So after these... Um, these news articles and uh, Tim's pub quiz question, we're probably going to wrap it up and then you'll probably get another 25, 30 minutes from us uh, live at the end of this episode. So, I, have faith in the, I have faith in the live recording. Okay, I'm glad you do. Um, <laughs> if not, I'll transcribe the whole thing. Okay, well, uh, and we can text-to-speech like, it. <laughs> TikTok voice it. Um, so news article number one. New Jersey police say something fishy behind Sutton Island power cut. Was okay. it fish? Well, uh, it goes on. The uh, police have revealed the victim of a senseless death was behind a sudden power cut in New Jersey. An unfortunate fish. Um, a, week, a week after homes uh, across a large area of Lower Sayerville lost electricity, repair workers found the deceased uh, on a transformer and pinpointed it to the cause. We're guessing a bird dropped it as it flew over, police said on Facebook. <laughs> Making light of the victim's mistake, they called it a hard, they called it a hard-working family man and a father Aww. to thousands. Um, officers did their best. Um, however, a sleeping with the fishes gag was outed. Uh, they suspect it was last seen flying south and may still be very dangerous. <laughs> That's good. I like it. Yeah. Um, then the other news article I've got is also related to birds. Texas woman attacked by snake and hawk at the same time while mowing lawn. Sounds like she deserved it. Sounds like she had what was coming to her. Uh, so, a Texas woman has recounted her terror after being attacked simultaneously by a hawk and a snake as she was mowing her lawn. Peggy Jones from Silsby near Beaumont in Texas was carrying out her garden chore when a snake fell on her, seemingly out the sky, and wrapped itself around her arm, she told NBC. Um, the snake was squeezing around so hard and I was waving my arms in the air when suddenly this hawk swooping down, clawing up my armor over and over again. I kept saying, help me, Jesus, help me, Jesus. Oh uh, Mrs. God. Hawk, Miss Jones said the hawk was attempting at least four times to take the snake before eventually succeeding his mission, leaving blood everywhere. Her husband ran out to see what was happening. I was screaming and yelling and he didn't know what I was saying. He just thought I was bit by a snake. So essentially, the snake dro was dropped by a bird on this woman, and then the bird attacked the woman for the snake. That's what you get for stealing my snake. That's what you get for mowing your lawn. Uh, what's her name? Peggy. Yeah, Peggy. Yeah, Peggy. That's what you get. Don't get don't let us catch you mowing your lawn again. Eat eat snake brain, Peggy. <laughs> Very good. All right. Well, should we go to pub quiz and then go to our, I guess, the live section? Yeah, let's do it. All right, cool. Well, uh, for our pub quiz question, it was what dog breed... Wait a minute. What's Tom Hanks doing? 
Oh, Tom Hanks is currently having someone take a photo of him while he's having a shit with a tennis ball in his mouth. Ah, right. Mm. I reckon Tom Hanks is dropping snakes on women in Texas. (laughs) (laughs) I like that this started off with Johnny Vegas and we would think of genuine things that he may be doing and now we just talk about putting Tom Hanks in these unfortunate positions that we've already discussed on the podcast. (laughs) It makes it full circle. I Um, like it. So, the pub quiz question, which dog breed is known for its distinctive black, blue, and uh, tongue? It is the Chow Chow. That's it. You asked another question before the podcast started about the Chow Chow. Yeah, so I asked ChatGPT for a trivia question, and it kept on giving me ones about planets. I was like, I don't want to do another one about planets. So I put, make it about birds, and then it, all it did was like, what bird can mimic things? A parrot, give me another one. What bird can mimic things? Minor bird, give me another one. What bird can mimic things? <laughs> Parrot. And it's like, okay. Thanks, um, ChatGPT. I'm not worried about my job being taken by AI anytime no, I'm, soon. I'm, I'm certainly not so worried about Skynet. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, uh, and I asked it for a dog pub quiz question, and it gave me two different answers for the same question about what <laughs> dogs are identifiable by uh, their saggy skin and button noses. Yeah, but it said it originate from China, and one of them was a chow chow, and the other one said a bulldog. Which is definitely not correct, but here we are. Yeah. Oh, well, uh, Tim, should we jump to our interview? Let's jump to our interview. Um, oh, are we doing like the Batman whoosh thing? Well, if it was a visual podcast, we would. But um, All right. Um, just in case it doesn't work, Tim, do you want to say our line? Uh, Take that, you bastards. Take that, you shitting bastards. Hello and welcome to Two Blokes from Blighty. You wanted the live section. Apologies that the audio quality isn't amazing. But we hope you enjoy. Uh, I'm trying to position the microphones in such a way that we're both getting picked up. I can see me try talking. Fuck your life! Oh yeah, no, you're fine. Yeah, you're fine. Welcome to Two Blokes from... From Bloody Wales! Bloody Wales, the mobile two blokes from Blighty. Two blokes on the road. Joey? Oh, it's bright. It is very bright, Jesus Christ. Oh, I'm on the wrong side of the road. It's it's France. (laughs) (laughs) It's French. French roads in Wales. Um, Joey, how are you doing? I'm good, considering we slept in tents. How are you? Uh, Yeah, I I didn't exactly sleep, so great to be honest. Uh, Slept, though. I did sleep. Um... I woke up about four times because of sheep screaming in a field opposite us. But we'll tell the listeners how we got back at the sheep. Oh, right, yeah. Actually, it's the sheep getting back up. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's more the other way around. Do you want to go into that now? Or? Yeah, let's do it. So, Tim and I took a drive yesterday into the lovely town of Hanford West. Yeah, nice little place where I've been all day today. Um, but the campsite that we're staying at is single track road. And we jumped in the car and thought, we're going to go get some drinks for the campsite. Lovely, lovely. Get some pizza. Yeah, halfway up the road, there are two fucking sheep in the middle of it. Very normal. No problem. We'll swing around. One of the daft pricks thought it was a good idea to run in front of us. The other one behind. We are sandwiched between two sheep. Tim (laughs) and I drove at five miles an hour for about... Ten minutes. Ten minutes. And then we found a passing lane, tried to go around it, and the cheeky little prick ran in the middle of the road. Yep. Um, we only got past it, and Jenny must never know that I drove up the verge <laughs> um, at speed. And then when we drove up the verge, 
I looked in the wing mirror and the sheep was in the other verge. Yeah. I genuinely thought I'd hit it. I saw it stack itself. Oh, this front left window here. <laughs> then it, uh, yeah, it must have tried to get further onto the verge and just fall over. Yeah. But, you know, they're stupid creatures. But then straight after that, no more than two minutes, we get stuck behind a car towing a sauna. Like a whole sauna. <laughs> this is a single track country road and we get stuck behind 10 mile, 5 mile an hour sheep and a fucking sauna. Yeah. I'd find the pizza place ran out of pizza. What, a, what an evening. What a palaver. And then we burned through all our wood in a single night. We did. <laughs> did, you, did, we, did you get more today? Or? Yeah, I did. Ah, nice. Okay. I did. Um, yeah. Tim, how's your day been? Fine. I was, I, annoyingly, because we're we're on holiday here in Haversford West, kind of... Uh, What's the, what's the name of the area? Solver? Pembrokeshire. Pembrokeshire, that'll do. Um, and work could get me the Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday off, but not the Friday, today. So I've had to come in and hire a desk in the local town and work there all day. How was it? Uh, really awkward for about two and a half hours. So all started out fine. There was a couple, like, I was sat on like, this long bench of desks. It was on, I was on my own. And then it came. It became apparent there was like a couple of office spaces, like that companies could hire, kind of behind me. And one of them was in use, and I was tempted to find out about find out about the other one, but then I saw the price was like triple. Like, no thanks, I'm How good. What's the desk? Uh, nine pound. That's not bad. It's not bad, but I didn't want to pay thirty quid for the days for the desk. Um, so I just carried on as I was. But this guy came out, and he was doing a couple of calls. And I was like, oh, he just might be just taking some personal business calls. But he came out one day, and he looked, well, one day, one time, one day he came out, um, and he's never been the same since. Um, so he came out the, the office, and he looked rather cheesed, um, and he sat down, and I had my headphones on, but he was talking very loudly, and he was sat maybe two seats away from me. And he had his headphones on, and he was talking about saying, Phil, Phil, you can't double down on the, I can't double dip on the property. I was like, oh, okay, he must be like some sort of letting agent or something. Turns out Phil is the short name for his wife, or soon-to-be ex-wife, because they're going through a very messy divorce. And I heard phrases like, that's not fair on me. Uh, why don't you sell the engagement ring? That's an asset. Uh, stop using our kids as weapons in this. Cool. I know. Uh, so I was thinking, this conversation can't go on for too long. Two and a half hours of arguing over the phone and getting this one guy's side. He kept on referencing me, being like, there's a man here sat down and he could be listening to my call. And I'm thinking, like, I'm not, not making it very easy to not listen to your call. I am very much listening to your call. And I'm very much weaponized children. The, the ironic thing, of course, being that I was working on GDPR cases. <laughs> so, um, yeah, just that for about two hours and also some very expensive croissants for lunch. And, uh, that's about it. That's been my day. And here we are driving back to Haversford West. No, have a Knowlton campsite. I apologized for the audio, but most of this is unusable. We took a wrong turn, got lost, talked about how rubbish sheep are and St. David's being a nice place. Sorry. That is. That's it. Is the, the, going back now to a full barbecue. Oh, I'm so excited. by an Iranian prince. <laughs> <laughs> also known as Amin. Amin. God bless you, Adam. What a lad. Um, no, the, the the cafe in the place I was working today was super expensive. Oh god, yeah, no, like a can of like I got a can of Coke and a uh, and a slice of Victoria sponge, five quid. 
No thanks. Was it good sponge? It was fine. It was fine sponge. It was fine sponge. Finely ground sponge. <laughs> I would, I'd like, it's probably more appropriate to use it for dishes than eating. Mm. All right, million pounds. You have to eat every sponge that you see for the next two years. What, like a dish sponge? Yeah. No? Not for two years? No. <laughs> um, right, Tim, we're at the campsite. We made it here on one piece. Fuck your life, Bing Fuck your bang. life. Take that, you bastards. Bing bang.